Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder... Brave are the people who stand in front of their attackers and tell their story. On March 1st, 2010, two people were killed in a case that was swiftly brought to justice by the bravery of an eight-year-old little girl. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On March 1st, 2010, dispatchers in Detroit, Michigan received a harrowing phone call. On the other end of the line was a small voice that told them, my mommy's in the basement and I need emergency. Realizing that they were speaking with a young child, the 911 dispatcher began asking questions. When they asked to put the young girl's mother on the phone, she told them, no, she's almost dead. Unsure of the address, the voice was heard asking her mother, leading with her to answer so she could tell the police exactly where they were. Still saying that she was unable to give her dying mother the phone, the girl told them that no one else was in the house, but that she was still unable to tell them exactly where she was. Tearfully saying, my mommy is almost dead. Please help me. Do you promise you'll help me? Instructing the girl to go outside and try and find an address, the dispatcher finally asked what exactly happened to the girl's mother. That's when she told her that she had been shot, that her mother was still breathing, but that her father was not. The dispatcher then asked to speak with the girl's father, but she confirmed that he was already dead. When officers were finally able to track down the terrified caller, they found out that she was the eight-year-old daughter of Monica Botello, just 26, and Purcell Carson, also just 26. According to the investigation, Monica, on March 1st, 2010, took her two young daughters, eight and six, to her boyfriend's home in Detroit. But at some point during the visit, things took a horrifying turn when men entered the house 
and shot both Monica and Purcell in the basement. The young girls, absolutely terrified, hid in the upstairs bathroom, and hearing the gunshots, the older of the pair made the brave decision to call 911 from her mother's cell phone. Leading for help, she was unable to give the dispatchers the address because they were just visiting the house. It wasn't until she went outside that she was able to direct help their way, but unfortunately, neither Monica nor Purcell survived their injuries. The girls, safely taken into police care, were thankfully unharmed. Unable to gather enough information to move forward with the case, police made the hard decision to release the 911 call to the public in hopes that, hearing the horror and sadness firsthand, might entice someone to come forward with information. However, this seemed to only raise issue with the dispatcher and the way that they handled the distraught little girl. On the recording, people heard the operator become increasingly frustrated with the child, who understandably was having a hard time keeping calm. It was then learned that it took the operator four minutes to finally send help, and they only did so after learning that there was a double shooting. They then disconnected from the call and left the eight-year-old little girl on the phone all alone. Authorities, uncomfortable with the demeanor of the dispatcher and the lack of emphasis on getting emergency services dispatched as soon as possible, launched an investigation into the incident. While all of that was happening, investigators continued to search for the people responsible for the ending of Monica and Purcell's lives. On May 19, 2010, it was reported that 42-year-old Detroit resident Derek Denard Smith faced arraignment for two counts of first-degree murder after being arrested on March 19th in Gardena, California. According to state records, both Purcell and Derek had extensive criminal histories and were likely acquaintances. Derek, released from prison on January 17, 2010, and having served time over the years for armed robbery, kidnapping, felony firearms, assault with a dangerous weapon, and other offenses, was in jail with Purcell and though motive could not fully be determined, officers pointed to both criminal histories as a possibility. Then on September 3rd, 2010, a second man, Devi Lauren Smith, unrelated, was arrested in connection to the shooting. During the legal battle against the men, more specifically during Devi Smith's second trial, after the first ended in a hung jury, it was revealed that both Devi and Derek entered Purcell's home that day for an alleged drug transaction. As the money was being counted, both men drew their handguns and Devi allegedly ordered Monica and her two daughters into the bathroom at gunpoint. Monica was later taken out and both she and Purcell were bound at the wrist with duct tape. Purcell begged for his life, pleading with the men that he had a family. Derek and Devi then forced the couple into the basement where they laid them across a couch with their mouths taped shut. That's when Purcell Carson was shot in the front of his head and Monica was shot in the back of her head. All the while, the two young girls cowered in that bathroom and could hear the whole ordeal. The eight-year-old who called 911 later identified the gunman in a lineup. And another witness later identified Debbie's photograph as a man who was with Derek and Purcell in the house the night of the murders. In Debbie's statement to the police, He claimed he was at the victim's home that day, but said he did nothing to aid Derek, the real gunman, claiming his partner was solely responsible for the binding, robbing, and murder of both victims. 
Derek Denard Smith was later convicted of two counts of first-degree murder, torture, and felony firearm charges. He was sentenced as a fourth habitual offender to concurrent sentences of life in prison without the possibility of parole, plus another 60 to 90 years. Devi Lawrence Smith, who said he was simply there the day of the shooting and did not actively participate, had his claims discredited by the eight-year-old witness and was sentenced to life in prison without parole and an additional 23 to 50 years. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to a terrible thing happened on March 2nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.